Today's Mesilai Sharim was dedicated in honor of our very special Talmud, Eliyahu Cohen. Zat Hashem, Matzliach, Bechol Maasei Adav, Beruchnius, Begashmius, and the Zechut of the Talmud Torah, the Rabbim, and the Tzedakah. Okay, so today I'd like to finish the topic of Simcha, if possible, and uh, try to bring out and develop one massive Yesoid. So we're holding over here in the Masilai Sharim that of the great importance of Avodas Hashem B'Simcho. We got up to here. With David Shikvayagiel, Maila Azoshir Godl, David Amelech achieved this Madrega of Simcho to a very high degree. As he says, Ye'erav Alav Sihi. Anochi esmach ba'ashem. Ve'oma ve'avoya el-mezbach Elohim el-simchaz gili. Ve'oidecho bechino Elohim Elohai. Ve'oma turanani tzivtaki yazam al-chav nafshi yashar podita. Means psukim after psukim where David HaMelech describes his tremendous amount of simcho. Ve'ayinu ki kol kach ho'isam ezgaberes bekirba ha'simcho. Unbelievable level. Shikvar has fasaimu b'snah nois ma'aleim ran nois beyers ha'usik b'tehilas yis borach. V'chol zeh megoidlus la'atus nafshoy shoyz metlahetes b'simchol lefonov. Good. V'hu ma'ashasim v'nafshi yashem podiso. Now, so that's what speaks about Dovr HaMelech. This tremendous level of simcha. Fine. U'motzinu, on the other hand, we find that Hashem is extremely upset at the Jewish people that they're lacking simcha and avoid. You're getting these punishments because you didn't serve Hashem with happiness. And on the contrary, when David Amalek saw that the Jewish people were so happy in the building of the base of Migdosh, he said, they should stay forever. Ah, Ezra. Okay. So these are the end of the words of the Masilai Sharim on the topic of Simcha. And now we are going to try to say a big vote in honor of Ezra, of course. Okay. So basically what we see over here, over and over in the Masil Sisham, is the greater a tzaddik is, the higher level he is, the greater is his connection with this midah called simcha. So we see simcha is very much connected with holiness. On the contrary, we can have people that are actually serving Hashem, but they're not doing it b'simcha, and on that makes Hashem midah sadin very strong. That means that the lack of simcha, or atzvah if you want to call it, or depression, is coming from the tzad hatuma. Very deep point. Kedusha equals Simcha, and Tuma equals uh, Atzvus. This is what it says in the Zoya. 
And Rabdan Segel over here, he has a whole Joshua, but basically says, called Tachlis Shaloi, the whole Tachlis of the Yetzirah, Lishbor Es Ruach HaOdom, is to break the spirit of man, and to crush him. Okay? So let's try to understand this a little bit, okay? You want to try to understand deep things? Sa'in, Amkis, big Amkis. You ready? I'm going to give you a little crash course on Kabbalah, but like really fast and make it easy. Okay? Basically, a human being is comprised of seven primary midas of Kedusha. Chochmo, Bina, Vadas is not part of that. I'm talking about the seven of the Kedush, of the midas. The midas is Chesed, Gevur, Tefer, Soed, Hoid, Malchus. Right? So those seven meters of Kedusha, which is, each one has really ten parts to it, therefore it's called Ayin Koiches. person has seventy emotions of Kedusha, the Goyen wrote a Sefer on it, Ayin Koiches. Good? Now, the Yitzhahara has an ability to corrupt all of those seventy Kochot, which is connected to the seventy nations of the world, each one has a primary koach of Tomah that corrupts one of those koiches hakedusha. Good? So the 70 nations of the world, which the main of the 70 nations of the world was the seven nations in Eretz Yisrael. They were the seven nations of Tomah. So basically, in other words, there is a possibility for the Yetzirah to corrupt a human being's emotional system. Got it? His emotional system, which is made up of seven primary midas, broken down into 70 koiches. The Yetzirah has an ability to corrupt your seven primary midas and an ayin koiches. Okay, is that clear so far? Yes? Then, there's another form of Yetzirah, which is a very deep form of Yetzirah, that could corrupt what we call the chokhmah and the bina of Adam. Meaning, the human being has a mind. Chochmah means you can collect information. You can gather many, many pieces of chochmah. The Yitzhah can corrupt that too, where you'll only learn bad things from the people around you, from the things that you see. You have a very perceptive, but to pick up a corrupted version of chochmah. Okay? Bina is a koyach lehoven dova metoch to learn to build things, to build from the Chochmah that you have, the Yitzhah has a Koyach to corrupt your Bina as well. There's even a deeper corruption. Each one of these is a Shmuz in itself. I'm not going into all this Amkis right now. He can even corrupt what we call the subconscious mind. And the Koyach came of an Odom. So bottom line is, the Yitzhah has an ability to basically corrupt a man so deeply in his Chochmah, in his bina, in his subconscious mind, his midas, his koiches, he can make him very, very corrupt. And all of the world, which is full of corruption, can have an influence on a human being. Good? Clear? Now. Corruption. To give you bad midot, bad thinking, bad decision making, right? It can corrupt the person. Now. There's one thing that the Yitzhara can't touch. And that could be the source of our 
defense against the Yetzirah. Dos haste, this is called Da'as, the Das Adam. I'm not going to go so deeply to define these things, but basically what it is, is when you do something that agrees with you, that fits you, that makes sense, there's a certain feeling that you have that makes you feel good. You understand what I'm saying? If you go ahead and do something nice, you do something fine, you do something purposeful, you do something healthy, right? There's that thing that you did, it fits you, it's kishmak for you, that's called your das, where you feel minucha, you feel simcha, that's when it agrees with your reality, okay? That's a feeling that we get sometimes in life, when we do something good, something purposeful, even if it's hard work. But if we did something that was accomplishing, right, you feel good. Good? That's called das. Das is only in the world of kedusha, of holiness. In the world of Tumor, in the world of Taiva, in the world of Gaiva, in the world of Chemdas Hamomin, in the world of all the corruption, no matter how much you do it, no matter how much while you're doing it, you're enjoying it, but since ultimately it's a corruption, it doesn't really agree with your reality. So if it doesn't really agree with your reality, you are ultimately not happy become depressed. You understand what I just said? You get that? Again. The world, only in the world of holiness can you feel good with yourself. Because since the world of holiness, which is your seven primary midas, and your chokhmah and your bina, that's your real reality. So when you're using yourself in a proper way, in a healthy way, not in a corrupt way, then you feel what? Tainug, you feel simcha, you feel menucha, you feel good. Why do you feel good? Because you're actually doing something that you were created to do. Follow? But if the Yitzhara corrupts a human being, which is what we explained before, the Yitzhara is a koyach to corrupt the midas the emotions of a person, his Zion Midas, he could corrupt them. Or if we want to break it down, his Ayin Koiches, connected the Ayin, the 70 nations of the world. He could also corrupt the Chochmah and the Bina of the Adam. He could corrupt the subconscious mind of Adam. But when a human being is influenced by the Yetzirah and he's corrupted, being that the behavior that he's doing or the thoughts that he's thinking and the feelings that he's feeling is not really agreeing with his reality. He always goes into a feeling of emptiness. He feels depressed. That's what the Zoya means, that Atzvus is from the Sitra Achra. You understand what I'm saying? So by learning the Spasil's Hashem, you see over and over and over that he's saying, according to the level of Tzitkus and Hasidus, the more shlemus a person reaches, the more simcha he is. Because the more he's acting the way he's naturally supposed to react, act, it resonates within him, and it creates by him a satisfaction and a simcha. Right? When's man simcha ten? When do we have, in all chagim we have to have simcha, right? But when's the, what's the epitome of simcha? What's chag? Is this man simcha ten? You know, uh, Gabby? Sukkot. Why Sukkot? 
because you just finished with El, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. You reached what you reach now. You reach perfection. Perfection brings Simcha. That's the natural thing that comes next. You understand that? Again, let's get clarity. People sometimes hide and run away from their feelings and their emotions, but if they would stop and listen, they would realize. Listen to this good. If you have a guy, he's having fun, he's doing things, he's making money, he's running after COVID, he's running after Taiva, he's running, and it seems like he's living a blast. It looks like he's having a blast, right? Looks like he's rolling. Good? But really, since you weren't built like that, you were built with chokhmah to learn real chokhmah. You were given binah to understand deeper things of Kedusha. You were given midot. Right? So now when you're corrupt, you can never feel happy. It's impossible for a person who's corrupt to ever feel simcha. So there's always that feeling of emptiness in him. There's always that feeling that he's missing something. There's always that feeling that something's not right. Something's off. So even while he's having all his excitement and he's jumping and he's doing and he's coming and he's going and whatever he's doing, so Bashas Maisa is not thinking about it. But when he calms for a second and he's relaxed for a minute, all of a sudden he's going to feel something is off. Something's not right. Something shouldn't be like this. Why is that? Because the Yetzirah was never given control of what the Mekubalim called Das. He was never given the ability, and it's not Shaykh for him to ever have that ability, to make a person be totally comfortable with Ra. The reason why he can't be comfortable with Ra is because it's not his Matthias. You can't be comfortable with something that's not your Matthias. So since you weren't built for that, you were built to use your mind for Torah. So if you use your mind for Torah, you're going to feel good. Why? Because it agrees with your reality. You were given your head to use it for that. If you're going to use your mind to learn Lamdis, Lahavin, Dava, Metaych Dava, to build Aoshnikul Torah, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to touch you. Why? Because it's part of your reality. Right? If you're going to use your Midas HaChesed the right way, it's going to make you feel good. So Simcha is synonymous, is connected with Shleimus. And that's what the Basil Zashon keeps saying. He keeps saying that. Because he says, according to the level of a person, the higher level of a person, the more he gets connected with Hashem, the more Simcha he feels. Because you were created to be connected to Hashem. So every time you're doing what you're created for, so you do an act that you were created for, it resonates within you. It makes it feel good because it fits. It fits the person. It fits you. You're connected. You know what das means? Das means you're connected. You're connected with what you're doing. If you connect with what you're doing, you're going to feel good about it. So now we understand, the Torah says, he quotes over here, Torah says, Tachat You did avoida. You put on tefillin. You kept Shabbos. You ate kosher. You went to yeshiva. You learned. You did all that, right? But you didn't do it b'simcha. 
Hashem says, oh, 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 you didn't do a besemcha? We're going to whip you. Holocaust-like conditions, because you didn't do a besemcha. Makol rash kol kach gadol, that I didn't do a besemcha. What's the big deal? The Tarot says, because Torah and Mitzvah didn't agree with you. You were doing it. You was forcefully forcing yourself to do it, but it wasn't agreeing with your reality. Why? Because all your midot and your chokhmah and your das was corrupted by the Yetzirah. So since you were corrupted by the Yetzirah, he made you believe at the moment, you were convinced by him, that really this is not happiness, this is not success, this is not something you I should use my brain power for. This is, and it's just not agreeing with me. But ultimately, when you're living a life of only the things that are exciting you, and the things that are driving you are Yetzirah, and because of that, all your Torah and Mitzvahs is not touching you, what do you end up with? One big fat depressed soul. You're a big fat depressed soul. But if you do not allow the Yetzirah to corrupt you, and then you're doing Torah and Mitzvah in a way where it agrees with your reality, then you'll be besimcha, right? So this fits very much with what we were learning from Rabbi Saul Salanta all along. Because what did Rabbi Saul Salanta say? You remember the first vow we said on Simcha? Rabbi Saul Salanta said it means you serve Hashem with your personality. So if you serve Hashem with your personality, then it agrees with you. That's when you have Simcha. Okay, we're going to stop because my father's here now. I'm going to start chakras, so we'll stop it. Okay.